the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christian faith and your understanding of the Bible? If so, then join me in our new weekly program on WAVA 105.1 FM, Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. The program is called Going Deep. The Bible is full of simple truths and instructions that can add more depth and meaning to your life. So join us Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. for Going Deep. Here on WAVA Radio. The best Christian music, relevant sermons, and other Christian content easily accessible from anywhere on your laptop, tablet, or smartphone. Visit ChristianRadio.com. Don't miss In Touch with Charles Stanley weekday mornings at 8.30 on Life-Changing Talk Radio, WAVA. Life's change here. You're listening to WAVA-FM Arlington and WSBZ Bethesda. We're 105.1 FM WAVA. Hi, folks. Don Crow here for Cross International. There are children in the countries of Kenya and South Sudan who need our help right now. Critical need children who are facing the worst drought and famine in their history. And we're asking you to help partner with us and Cross International to provide food for these children and their families who are in very desperate need of our help. Your call and generous gift right now is going to save a child's life. A one-time gift of just $60 to Cross International will feed a child for the next five months. $120 will feed two children. $180 will feed three and so forth. Would you make a generous gift right now by calling 1-866-222-9566? That's 1-866-222-9566. 1-866-222-9566. Or you can give online at wava.com. If you're around my age, one of these days you'll have to begin taking required minimum distributions from your IRA. Otherwise, the IRS is going to penalize you. If you're forced to take money out, what are you going to do with that money? How will you continue to grow it for yourself and your family? What kind of legacy will you create with it? I've been an investor most of my life, and I started Tradeway to share skill sets with brothers and sisters in Christ around the country. I want you to come check out our Step 1 Start Your Journey two-day event and have a blast learning fun, realistic, and powerful information about investing tactics that have the potential to help you get the most out of what you've spent your lifetime earning. Coming to the Renaissance Arlington, November 10th and 11th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. Life-changing talk radio. Worldwide at WAVA.com. You're listening to 105.1 FM. WAVA. The following program is sponsored by Rosenthal Wealth Management. It's time now for Making Money Sense, live with Larry Rosenthal. Larry is recognized as one of the nation's leading financial and retirement planners and is here to answer your questions right now. Author, speaker, and talk show host Larry Rosenthal is dedicated to teaching others financial stewardship from a biblical point of view. Call Larry now. Studio lines are open at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Making Money Sense is on the air. Welcome to the Larry Rosenthal Show. And here, as always, is our financial and retirement expert in studio, Larry Rosenthal. Good morning. Well, good morning, Chris. And how are you today? Well, lots of changes at the Fed. A few things happening in economics these days, right? Change is one of the few constants in our life, Chris. That's for sure, right? We're always talking about that, you know. So, yes, President Trump has nominated Jerome H. Powell to succeed Janet Yellen uh, in the next Fed term uh, coming up here in January. So 
What does that mean? You know, one of the most powerful money people in the world. Is this good? Is it bad? Is it indifferent? What's the story? You know, we've we've seen Fed chairs replaced from time to time, and and what people are looking for is, you know, is is the new person more hawkish? Are they more dovish? In other words, are they going to tighten up the economy? Are they going to expand the economy? Are they more of a centrist? Well, it seems that uh, Mr. Powell, by his uh, peer group, seems to be, you know, his colleagues consider him more of a centrist. Uh, he's he's voted along with Janet Yellen in the past uh, to have a slow, steady rise in interest rates as well as to reduce the Fed's balance sheet. So it seems that we're going to get some consistency of current policy going forward, which is kind of good. So the market should react well to this. The economy should continue to percolate along as it's doing. And, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. It's, you know, so, so he's talking about, you know, we're going to blend in to doing exactly what's been going on. And then eventually he'll put his footprint on the Fed, uh, on, on, on policy. You know, of course, it's got to go through committee and everything. But, uh, so it looks, it looks to be okay. It looks like a good selection here. Well, that's good. I also noticed, um, in the news this week, there's news of tax reform happening. Looks like it might actually happen this time. <laughs> we'll see, right? Yes, you know, fiscal policy. You're looking at two two big issues here. You know, change in fiscal policy and and changes at the the helm of the Fed. So. When you when you take a look at tax re- reform, there's going to be some winners, there's going to be some losers. You know, the the issue with the tax code here, in my opinion, Chris, is that it is, you know, it's so wide and so deep that when you make changes, especially when you try to make huge sweeping changes, you can't please everybody. <laughs> you know, and 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 I don't think that's the objective of it. I think the objective of it is to please the American. Uh, uh, overall economy mm-hmm. and 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 go forth from from that standpoint so we'll have to wait and see you know some people are saying it's going to really help out the middle class which is hey that's great in my opinion and and then others are going to say not so much so we'll have to wait and see what happens you know on the battleground of congress we have to wait and see what actually comes out on the other end and then we'll know what we need to be doing yeah, anything they can do to simplify it would be wonderful. I know they're talking about, you know, consolidating the brackets as being one of the pieces of this and keeping the mortgage interest uh, uh, as well and just some little things like that which are, are good for a lot of folks. Well, I tell you what, when when and if and when all these changes come through, we will be uh, coming out very quickly after that with a lot of seminar information on a lot of educational classes on it all because you know, as we know, taxes are the most expensive thing inside anyone's investments, and it's a huge, huge, you know, it could be a huge opportunity. They're, they're talking about changing some stuff on Roths, changing some stuff on stretch IRAs. I mean, all different things are in, inside this. We have to wait and see what comes out, but trust me, we will come out with uh, lots of material on it. We'll be having some educational classes on it all and uh, showing you how you can take advantage of what you need to be doing. Whenever Congress changes taxes, sometimes it gives us the opportunity to move our money in certain directions and move it away from other places. So we have to take a look at, at uh, you know, what's best for you as an individual investor. And the only way to really understand that is through the education of what the changes are going to do to impact your investments. This is where you live and breathe when it comes to financial planning is the tax code. Because you always say this, this is a Larryism, and it's something I've remembered for the years and over the years. Taxes are the most expensive part of your portfolio. They are, and when you take a look at the three things, taxes, inflation, and investment fees, then you end up with the net dollar that you can take into the grocery store and and get some food with. So those are the three things we have to look at. We always talk to our clients about planning from a net perspective, a net after tax, inflation, and investment fees. That's the ultimate rate of return that you really need to be focusing on. are listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Have you ever wanted to be part of something big? Nonprofit organization called Stars Children Africa. Do you want to be a part of something that changes a child's life? Orphans who are high school age who would not have a chance to get education otherwise. Now you can be part of something that brings hope. What we do is we actually 
pay for the school fees. For about the cost of a new suit, you can change an orphan's future for a whole year. We pay for the school fees, and that averages around $500 to $550 a year total. That means food, lodging, the teaching, the education part, the, the uniform, that whole thing. Call now, 703-201-2494, or go to starschildrenafrica.org. For a dollar and a half a day, one child would be educated for that year in high school. 703-201-2494. Call right now. For $500 a year, you can change an orphan's life. 703-201-2494. Back to the Larry Rosenthal Show. If you'd like to dial in and talk to Larry, here's our phone number, 855-767-3123, 855-ROSE-123. Larry? Well, Chris, it's almost the end of the year, right? November, then December. Yes. Have you seen your Christmas uh, decorations that you're so happy to see this early every year? Things are coming out for sure for Christmas, definitely. Looking for Black Friday. It, right. Yeah. But before we go there, <laughs> need to make an announcement. Need Uh-oh. to remind people, required minimum distribution rules. If you're 70 and a half or older, remember, you're required each year to take out a minimum amount from your retirement plans, from your IRAs. Now, this doesn't include Roths, but it includes your other IRAs. If you fail to take out the required minimum distribution, then you will be hit with a 50%, that's right, 50% tax penalty on the amount of money you should have taken out. So if you do your formula, basically, let's just suppose you, you, you do your formula, and this is how it works. It works off of the prior year's December 31st account balance. And then you plug in a formula. The first year, you actually divide the number 27.4 into it, which take which you have to take out about 3.65% the first year. So if you let's suppose you do your calculation, and it comes out to about $10,000 that you have to take out, and you fail to take it out, then you're going to have to pay a $5,000 tax plus income taxes on the money you should have taken out. So it's very, very expensive. And, you know, it's coming down to the end of the year. You need to make sure that you consolidate, you get all of your IRAs together and do your formula. Now, what a lot of people don't understand about this is you have until April 1st of the year following that you turn 70 and a half. So this is kind of quirky. So if somebody's turning 70 and a half, let's suppose uh, right now, let's say, you know, November 4th, right, you're turning 70 and a half, then, then you have until April 1st of the year following that you turn 70 and a half uh, to take the money out. So if you just turn 70 today, uh, today on April, what did I say, April 4th? <laughs> November fourth, yeah, right? Sorry about that. It's yeah, all right. Let me read. Just, let me just redo this here. So, if you turn seventy, if you turn seventy today on November fourth, you know, let's you you actually turn seventy and a half early next year. You have until April first of the year following. You turn seventy. You turn seventy and a half to take the money out, and the first withdrawal is going to be about three point six five percent. Now, if you decide to take it out in your first year, you're good. If you decide to defer it, like I was just giving the example, and take it out in the second year, then you've got to take two that year. And people aren't aware of all of this. So be very careful with this and, and understand the rules of engagement here. Now, suppose you have three IRAs set up, and you add up all of your, your balances, and you do the formula, and it says, hey, you know what, I need to take out $10,000 in this example. Then you can take out... $10,000 from one of them and satisfy all three, or you can take out thirds of each one, however it is that you want to do. You just need to pull the money out. And people say, well, what do I do with the money? What, why do I have to take it out? Well, you, you have to take it out because the IRS understands decades of tax-deferred growth, and now they want to get a little bit of that money back, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to pull it out. Drop it into your checking account for a day, pay tax on it, and then you can turn right around and reinvest it again. A lot of people will then uh, help help their grandkids with college funding sometimes or go on vacations with it. Whatever it is, it's your money. It's whatever you want to do. This money can also be used very, very wisely for wealth replacement policies or wealth replacement plans. What some people actually do with their excess required minimum distributions, you pull the money out, 
pay the tax, spend a little, and then they say, hey, I want to save it. Some people put it back into a wealth replacement plan, which purchases an insurance policy and leverages up to create more tax-free dollars in an estate plan for people. So there's lots of different things that you can do with it, turning around and reinvesting it, turning around putting it into a wealth replacement plan, all different types of things uh, go, going along with it. Hey, I got an idea, Chris. Okay. I wonder if the new con- if if uh, the new the new tax proposal is going to have anything to do with the changes in RMD. Who knows? We've yeah, got to wait and see what know. happens. Maybe they change the formula. Maybe they make it happen earlier. Maybe they happen make it happen later in life. I just can't wait to rip the cover off of that. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you can. Dig right? into that. Right, but I haven't seen any talk about changes this of of this at all. But you know, hey, we've got we've got uh, two months left in the rest of the year, and I, I thought today, you know what, I'm going to just throw this out there and make sure that you understand this. If you need information on required minimum distributions, and give us a call eight five five rose one two three eight five five seven six seven three one two three be more than happy to to send you out information on all this and a lot of times what happens here is is people's people's parents that are elderly forget to do the required distribution you know so so you might be you know i don't know you you might be 62 years old but you've got a you know an 89 year old parent make sure that they're doing their rmd now they've been doing it all these years but just make sure that they're still on top of doing it all as well or else they could get hit with a 50% tax penalty as well mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you don't want to you don't want to do that it's very expensive again if you want information on required minimum distributions how to manage it how to maximize what you do with the dollars afterwards give us a call at 855 rose 123 that's 855 767 3123 you're listening to making money sense of Larry Rosenthal show we'll be back in a moment Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855 Rose 123. That's 855 767 3123. More making money sense in a moment. Housing prices and interest rates have started to move up. This may be your last chance to take advantage of low rates and housing bargains. If you're considering purchasing a home within the next year, you need to call Troy Turow at McLean Mortgage First to take advantage of his Loan First program. This can give you a winning bid over the competition, even when you come up against cash offers. The Loan First program will have you fully pre-approved so that you understand all aspects of your loan before you start looking for your dream home. Buy in confidence when you have your Loan First certificate, which shows the seller your loan is already pre-approved and they can avoid any unnecessary negative surprises at settlement. Troy's been helping homeowners for over 20 years in the D.C metro area and he and his team are ready to help you call him today at 571-490-7117 that's 571-490-7117 for your loan first pre-approved certificate 571-490-7117 or simply visit his website at anyhomeloans.com Remember, you want control when you're making an offer on a home. Get your loan first certificate. Call Troy Turow at McLean Mortgage, 571-490-7117. Troy Turow and McLean Mortgage Corporations, NMLS number 5618 and 99665. This is the Larry Rosenthal Show. Now, here's Larry Rosenthal. Sure, let's go ahead and welcome Lisa on the line. Good morning, Lisa. How are you today? Oh, you there, Lisa? Yes, I am. Hi, Larry. How are you today? I'm well. How are you today? How can I help you? Oh, well, I'm doing well. Thank you. Um, I wanted to ask you some advice. Um, we, my mom had passed away this past year and she kindly, um, gave us a pretty decent amount of inheritance. It's a little over a hundred thousand. And what we have right now is it's in a, it's in a one place, but it's in three separate 401k accounts. And what we, the timing of it was amazing because, um, we, we decided we're going to use all of it for our two girls college tuition for most of it anyway they're both going to private colleges and um we want to know how do we get taxed on that and is there a best way to pull it out so we can get taxed the least because that's the thing we really feel like we don't understand that a lot well the um first of all you have to you you have to put the money into a an inherited type of an ira okay yes now before the has that already been done 
Yes, it has. And they basically got put into three, I guess, different types of accounts. It's, it's a big company that okay. I think a lot of the money was kind of there. So we just put it all there. And it's in three different places, if that makes sense. Yes. Okay. okay. So, so un- unfortunately, the answer to your question is pretty much this: is you're not going to be able to take those dollars out, and and without paying taxes on the money. Okay. Okay. So, so if you were over seventy and a half, you could make a contribution to a nonprofit organization for your RMDs, but but that's not the okay. case here. So, you're going to no, have to just yet. yep. You're just going to have to pull those dollars out now. We can get really fancy and tell you to take an equity loan from your home because loans aren't taxable and then use the money from the IRA distributions to make that extra loan payment on the mortgage and the interest might offset it. But, you know, that's really probably not the best way to do it. But it is a way, one other way that you could look at it. But I would probably just say, you know, first of all, I'm sorry to hear about your mom passing. Oh, thank you. Yep. And then secondly, the blessing that she's left y'all. You know, if she wanted to go to pay for the college, then then this is how she left it, and 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 have it go for it that way. You know, and and uh, it's a you know it's an education's priceless. So um, yeah, and you yeah. know, especially we we just were amazed by that. But yeah, I think this was like entering a whole new world for us because you know, and then my husband, you know, just depends on what he's making, how much we get taxed, because that money gets added to his salary, right? It gets added like to his worth. to your taxable income, and that brings up another right. point there, Lisa, is maybe you can look at your husband to see if he can start putting more money into his retirement plan on a pre-tax okay. basis. That could lower your taxes. So really, oh. we really we need to take sit down and take a look at your your income, your last year's tax return, and then the distributions for colleges with this money, and see if we can net out. You know, a lower way to pay ultimately pay tax on all these dollars that that you're receiving uh, for, yeah. for for the college. So so that's a way right. too. So do you work with a tax preparer? If not, then I can refer you to one, and you can sit down with him or her and take a good look at maybe trying to maximize some things that way. And it might save you you know a couple thousand dollars here or there, which is still a lot of money. Well, a couple thousand dollars is yeah, a couple thousand dollars is a couple thousand dollars. You know, we would love that. We'd love to get that information. Thank you. Yep, let me put you on hold, and Bob will get your contact information, and we'll send you out uh, to our, our uh, we'll send you our CPA's information. Appreciate the phone call. You listen to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. Go ahead and give us a ring here at eight five five Rose one two three. That's eight five five seven six seven three one two three. Let's welcome Lynn on the line. Good morning, Lynn. How are you today? I'm fine. How are you, Larry? I'm well. How can I help you? Well, I appreciate your taking my call. I have one main question and then another one, but the first one is about my RMD. I'm going to turn 70 and a half in May, and I understand that I don't have to take it out right then. I can defer it till the end of the year, or something like that. Is that correct? Yes, actually, you can defer it a little bit further. You have until April 1st of the year following you turn 70 and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah, but then that means next year you've got to take out two. Oh, You've got to take the one for this year by April 1st and then the one for next year by December 31st. All right. Then I'll just take t- this year's this year. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. I, I was wondering, though, I do understand that I can donate part of it or I can donate to a charity and not have to pay taxes on it. It would be donated directly. Is that correct? That is correct, up to $100,000. Do correct. I have to donate the whole amount or can I just designate a certain amount? Nope, you can designate a certain amount. Okay, oh, that's great. And um, what do you have any recommendations as what I uh, could or should do with what's left over after I've donated part of it? So, so Lynn, it sounds like to me you're in a situation of where you don't need the money to live off of, right? Not at this point, no. Yeah, and so that's part of the problem with this required minimum distribution, just just so that I can clue people in here. When you're 70 and a half, you're forced to take money out of your retirement plans, whether you want the money or not, like in, Lynn, like in your case here, Lynn. So you're looking to say, you know what, I want to I donate some money to a charity, and our tax laws are favorable in that manner, which is a good thing. Secondly, you're going to receive a balance of the money, and you're going, well, gee, I don't need this money, so you're going to have to pay tax on it, and then what can you do? Most people will then turn around and just reinvest it back into another account of theirs to continue to grow. Some people will go ahead and maybe gift it to kids or grandkids. 
for them to use or 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 and and then other people will even use it in what's called a wealth replacement plan Lynn where you'll take the money and they'll buy a special type of life insurance policy so that down the road one day when you go to heaven all this money will actually ha- have multiplied substantially greater through the the insurance proceeds that are tax free to their heirs so I see people do, you know, all three of those types of scenarios there. It just depends on what you want to do with the dollars and, and how you want to use these 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 dollars okay. um, for, for your family. Because if you think about it, one day you're going to pass and you're still going to most likely have money sitting inside these IRAs and these retirement plans, right? Yes, I would like to have some to leave to my um, children and exactly. my uh, grandkids. Right, and then so now... If if you just leave the IRAs to the kids and the grandkids, they're tax infested, right? Because they're if they pull the money out, they're going to have to pay taxes on it at their tax bracket at that time. But if you take these RMDs, these required minimum distributions, and you pull it out, let's suppose it's ten thousand a year, just to do math easy here on the air, you pay three thousand dollars or so in taxes. Now you have that seven thousand dollars. If you take that seven thousand dollars and put it into a wealth replacement plan, that plan may buy you four hundred thousand dollars of tax-free life insurance. So that when you pass, not only do your heirs receive the balance of what's inside the IRAs, but in addition, they receive the life insurance proceeds tax-free as well. So that's sort of a very easy 10,000-foot view over the radio wealth replacement plan on, on what some people do with their required minimum distribution money that's left over. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. I hadn't heard of the wealth replacement plan before. Yep, lots of people do it, and this is one of the ways that wealthy people really cascade money from one generation to the next. They, they take money that would otherwise be taxed to Uncle Sam, and they spend a little bit of it, to replace it back with insurance proceeds that are tax-free. And then families do this generation after generation. That's how you hear about, oh, these people have all this money all the time. But it's, it's done through insurance a lot, of, a lot of the times that way. If you want, Lynn, I'll be happy to put you on hold, and we'll send you out some information and, and diagrams on how that works. Well, that would be great, but I do have one more question if you have time. Sure, go ahead. I received one of my 1099 forms on my pension payment, and the envelope was never sealed. It was. It didn't look like it had been forced open. It just didn't look like it hadn't been sealed. And now I'm concerned about um, somebody getting my identity. Is there anything I can do to protect myself? Well, it, there's lots of identity protection programs and companies out there that you can contact, and you can tell them th- what this is. But it probably when the pension company sent it to you, it just didn't seal in their little machine is, is what I would imagine. Um, but... That's the way that you would go about doing is talk to one of these um, credit protection companies. They're advertised all over the place. Uh, and and uh, actually, Chris, you know about some of these, don't you? Well, yeah, he's actually even the big three credit reporting agencies have that option built into it now as well, Equifax uh, and uh, the other two. So, yeah, you could do that as well and just call one of them. All right. Oh, thank you very much. Well, okay, I then. really appreciate your helping me with these issues, and uh, God bless you all. Absolutely. God bless you, too. I'll put you on hold, and we'll have someone get you that information next week. Appreciate the phone call. If you listen to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show, go ahead and dial us up with any of your financial planning or investment questions. As you see, we cover the whole nine yards, A through Z. Give us a ring at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. listen to Making Money Sense. I'm Larry Rosenthal. We'll be back in a moment. listening to Making Money Sense live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. ever wanted to be part of something big? Nonprofit organization called Stars Children Africa. Do you want to be a part of something that changes a child's life? Orphans who are high school age who would not have a chance to get education otherwise? Now you can be part of something that brings hope. What we do is we actually pay for the school fees. For about the cost of a new suit, you can change an orphan's future for a whole year. We pay for the school fees, and that averages around $500 to $550 a year total. That means food, lodging, 
the teaching, the education part, the, the uniform, that whole thing. Call now, 703-201-2494, or go to starschildrenafrica.org. For a dollar and a half a day, one child would be educated for that year in high school. 703-201-2494. Call right now. For $500 a year, you can change an orphan's life. 703-201-2494. Welcome back to the Larry Rosenthal Show, 855-767-3123, 855-ROSE-123. Larry. Jobs, 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 Chris. We yes. keep the economy expanding. We get jobs and jobs, right, which yeah. is a very good thing. Everybody's happy about that. Tightening of the labor force, wages go up. Guess what happens then? People are happy. <laughs> People are happy, but we start to see more and more inflation creeping in. And remember, the Fed has a targeted inflation rate of 2%, and it's sitting right now about 1.2, 1.3, trying to get more and more inflation coming in. So let me give you the impact of this. Let me just talk to you about this here. Let's just take, you know, two people retired, eating three meals a day, spending $5 per meal, for 365 days a year times 20 years in retirement. That's $219,000 on food if you only spend $5 per meal. And that does not include any inflation over a 20-year retirement period of time. So think about that. I wonder if it includes dessert as well. It's whatever you can pack in for 5 bucks. <laughs> so you're talking about, you know... Uh, probably not the best, healthiest food selection yeah, three about times a, Big Mac a day, cheese, right? Big Mac with cheese and fries, that's about all you're going to get with that. But yeah. So, so when you, when you take a look at the, the, the cost of food for 20 years, if you're spending three meals a day for two people, $5 per meal with no inflation involved in it at all, it's $219,000. Mm-hmm. Almost a quarter million dollars you're spending in, in food at $5 per meal with no inflation. So stop and just think about how expensive inflation really is during your lifetime. And we're going to start seeing a little bit of inflation creep into the system here in the coming years. So we've been, you know, we're, we're, we're very, it's a very unique scenario right now that's shaping up with with more jobs being created, with pro-growth policies, with infrastructure spending on the docket, tax reform, and low energy prices still happening because of the supply of fuel, of energy on the open marketplace. So as consumers in America, we have a net-net win right here. We have low energy prices, and hopefully they'll remain low, but at the same time, other things are going to start costing a little bit more. So that's why it's very important to start keeping track of or, or or making sure that your dollars outpace taxes, inflation, and investment fees, as we talked about earlier uh, this morning on the top of the hour. So, again, if you want to get information on how inflation impacts your dollars, purchases your, it takes away your purchasing power, give us a ring, 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. Now, also on the other side, too, people get excited when bank rates start to go up, when they see their CD interest rates going up, or they see the uh, interest in the bank accounts going up, right? They, they get excited. They say, hey, this is good news. Actually, it's only going up because purchasing power costs are getting higher. In other words, inflation is rising. That's, you know, you sort of have to unpack the whole story when you take a good solid look at it. So seeing interest rates rising in the bank is a sign that inflation pressures are coming. So it's important to make sure your dollars outpace inflations as well. Let's welcome Stephanie on the line. Good morning, Stephanie. How are you today? I'm fine. How are you? I'm well. How can I help you this morning? Well, uh, I called before. I'm 58 and have, don't have any retirement. And um, you, you let me talk to someone in your organization. I spoke to her two months after my call. And she said, she suggested I have a government TSP opportunity. And she suggested that I uh, distribute my money um, in the F, S, and I fund 70% 
and the C&G fund, 30%. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. I wrote it down and I, I've lost it. But um, And then she suggested that it would go in the L2040 fund. Okay. That's how much. That's how the distribution goes in that. And but I remember you telling me not to to go into the G fund. You, you know, Stephanie. Obviously, you 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 the. I I don't know what I told you on the air. Um, and probably both conversations are a little different from the information you're spending on the phone with with an advisor in the office. Probably getting a little bit more information, but the. Advantage of the G fund is that you're 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 you know it's guaranteed you're not going to lose money. On the other hand, it's probably not going to grow as much. That's that's the scenario in the G fund. Okay, but I'll I'll uh-huh. I'll have some I'll have uh, one of our advisors look up your information and reach back to you and make sure that you since you lost the piece of paper that you said that you wrote it all down on that we reach back out to you and get the information over to you. Okay. Well, the problem with that is, is I'm ready to to invest now, and it's going to take two months before I hear from one of your advisors. No, it should probably uh, happen next week. Let me give you. Let me put you on hold, oh. and we will make sure that we give you a call Monday uh, to get that done for you. Okay. Oh, okay. Yep. Appreciate the phone call. Have a good weekend. You're listening to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. Give us a ring at eight five five Rose one two three. Let's welcome. Hashim on the line. Good morning, Hashim. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm well. How can I help you, sir? Hey, I'm a 24-year-old guy, and I'm wondering how much money should I be putting away monthly to be able to attain this goal you're talking about, like being ready for retirement, um, developing assets, and also building a legacy? Well, you know, the cop-out answer is as much as you can, really. Um <laughs> That that's that's really the cop out answer. But I want you to think of it like this: I want you to have enough money that's saved up in the bank that can cover monthly expenses. And you know, all the textbooks say you need to have three to six months worth of living expenses saved up in the bank. So if you lose your job or something like that, you know, or if you're self-employed and the market turns, the economy turns, things of that nature. So you want to make sure that you have an adequate amount saved up in the bank. Um, then the okay. next step there is what do, what does your employer offer as far as retirement plans go? You want to try and put as much into your retirement plan as possible and at least what they match. So if they're matching 3% and you're going, oh, I can only put in 2, try your best to put in 3, okay? Um, because yeah. you're, you're leaving money, you're leaving free money on the table. So, exactly. so, so try to make sure that you match that out. Now, when it comes to that, you also want to take a look at at your age, being 24, I would probably lean the conversation without knowing your information, but lean the conversation towards putting the money into the Roth side of your 401k opportunity at work. Because there's a good chance that when you're in your 40s and 50s, your income is going to be higher than it is today, and you're going to have to deal with more taxes down the road. But by putting the money into the Roth side now, when your income is a little bit lower, it's not going to hurt you as much to miss this tax deduction. And therefore, you can start piling up the tax-free money in the Roth side of the 401K. Now, there are other advisors out there that are cringing right now going, no, he should put it all in on the pre-tax, okay? So so now we're talking about getting into the, the, the meat of your question, which is how do I save money for down the road, right, which is what you were ultimately asking. And, and you know, and I gave you the cop-out answer, save as much as you can, but... Now we're talking about tax allocation. You know, I believe you need a tax deduction today and in the future. So there's three types of philosophies when it comes to financial advisors' advice on this question, Hashim, and that is some advisors are going to tell you to put all the money into the pre-tax side of your 401K because you get your tax deduction today. However, when you pull it out down the road, you have to pay taxes on it. Another advisor is going to tell you never do that because taxes are going to be higher for you the rest of your life, so therefore put it all on the Roth side and you get tax-free income down the road. I'm in the middle. I like I like people to have a tax deduction today, but I also like them to have tax-free income down the road. So yeah. 
I would say, you know, split it. Put some of it pre-tax, some of it post-tax in most cases, or, or some of it Roth, rather, in most cases. But being 24 years old, I'm confident that your income will probably be higher in your 30s, 40s, and 50s. So you might want to try and bank up as much on the Roth side of the 401k plan as possible, okay? Exactly. So, so, so that's just sort of a thought right there. And gauge it year by year by your tax return. If you're getting... Still, you're getting a refund, or if you're having to pay, then you might want to say, all right, let's get some pre-tax money mixed into this so you get a deduction going on. So that your yeah. case would be sort of a year-by-year -year scenario. So take a look at the growth funds in there and uh, uh, you know, try and save as much as you possibly can and make sure that you stay out of debt along the way as well. So yep. I can send you out our financial plan. Pardon me? Then knock out my car payment this month, so I'm all about debt-free. Good. Very, very good. Yep, I like that. So, hey, I'm, I'll uh, I'll send you out our financial planning toolkit if you like, and uh, that'll sort of draw a line to sand and, and get you a good inventory and start building a financial plan for you, okay? Sweet. Thank you so much. Yep, let me put you on hold, and Bob will get your information. We'll get that out to you. Appreciate the phone call. You are listening to Making Money Sense Live with Larry Rosenthal. Phone lines are open for your retirement and financial planning questions at 855-ROSE-123. That's 855-767-3123. More Making Money Sense in a moment. Housing prices and interest rates have started to move up. This may be your last chance to take advantage of low rates and housing bargains. If you're considering purchasing a home within the next year, you need to call Troy Turow at McLean Mortgage First to take advantage of his Loan First program. This can give you a winning bid over the competition, even when you come up against cash offers. The Loan First program will have you fully pre-approved so that you understand all aspects of your loan before you start looking for your dream home. Buy in confidence when you have your Loan First certificate, which shows the seller your loan is already pre-approved and they can avoid any unnecessary negative surprise at settlement. Troy's been helping homeowners for over 20 years in the D.C. metro area, and he and his team are ready to help you. Call him today at 571-490-7117. That's 571-490-7117 for your loan first pre-approved certificate. 571-490-7117. Or simply visit his website at anyhomeloans.com. Remember, you want control when you're making an offer on a home. Get your loan first certificate. Call Troy Turow at McLean Mortgage, 571-490-7117. Troy Turow and McLean Mortgage Corporations in the MLS number 5618 and 99665. Talk to Larry about anything you would like, not just today, any day of the week at 855-767-3123. It's 855-ROSE-123. Those lines are available for you during the business week as well as during the weekend when we have the radio show going, Larry. Risk and expected rate of return, Chris. Risk and expected rate of return. Okay. Kind of a topic that just twisted into a, you know, just takes a financial planning thing and bends it into a pretzel. What is my risk? What is my expected rate of return? Or what is my expected rate of return versus my risk? You got a formula. I know you've got a formula. There's a formula. It's called capital asset pricing model. But we are not going to get into that because uh, that is going to make everybody look like a glazed donut in their eyes, you'll right? See drool come out of my mouth. Yes, not at all. At the end of the day, you need to be sitting down and taking a look at what your expected rate of returns are in your investments, okay? Um, so one of the ways that you can start off very simple is take a look at the 10-year Treasury bond that the government sells every day. It's sitting at about 2.25%. That's considered the baseline or the risk-free rate of return. That's all. So what is your rate of return in your accounts? This year, probably pretty good, right? Well, what is the risk level of your investments? Are your, are your investments a little too risky you know, remember, since the financial crisis, everybody's about nine years older, so since 2008 now almost, seven, you know, eight, nine years older. So 
are you taking the appropriate amount of risk in your investments? Are you taking too much or too little with where your money is today? Money needs to be growing. We need to protect the dollars, deliver income from the dollars in a tax-efficient manner. My point is this. You know, it's coming up to the end of the year, and I'm always big at the end of the year and always taking a good, solid look at, at what your rate of returns are, what your expected rate of returns are for the next coming year, and, and attack it to, you know, versus the risk level that's inside your investments. One of the very simple ways that you can take a look at this is, is, is you know, for, for those of you that do it yourself, Drop your investments into a portfolio and, and understand what your blended beta mix is. For those of you that are working with your financial advisor, give her, give him or her a call today and say, hey, what's the beta on my portfolio? <laughs> How much risk do I have? The market has a beta of 1.00. Beta is a term in the industry that measures risk. And it has a very simple, it has a, a number of 1.00. So if the beta in your investments are 0.9, you are 10% less risky than the market. Hmm. If your investments are one, if your beta is 1.15, then you're 15% more volatile than the market. Find out, understand where your risk level lies, and attack it, attach it to your rate of return, and see if you're getting your risk reward relationship there. It's important to understand this. You know, coming into the end of the year here, I know we have two months, and I'm not trying to wish it away too quick or anything like that. That's not me. I like to live every day. Yeah. All right? Yeah. But I am trying to get people ready for all of this, especially, you know, we talked about RMDs, required distributions at the at the top of the hour this morning. We want to make sure that you're you're getting your ducks in a row and getting things ready to go. I'm starting to get lots of questions about next year already. Hey, Larry, you think the market can do this next year? Well, sure, I think it can. Will it? That's a whole other story, right? Okay. Well, Larry, if you're as old as me, beta means something completely different. Remember Betamax back in the day? You probably didn't want to invest in that. Actually, Chris, I'd like to say no. What are you talking about? Well, but unfortunately, yeah, no, no, well, I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was interesting. I think that was one that Sony kind of would like to say, oh, I wish we would have never done that. But yeah. Right. <laughs> right, exactly. Back in the day. Anyway. Exactly. Hey, also, tomorrow, or is it tonight? I, I forget when it is. We get to move our clock backwards. We fall backwards. So it gets lighter earlier in the morning and darker earlier in the afternoon. Don't forget to do that, you know? So we, uh, oh, I guess we gain an hour's sleep this way, don't we? Yeah, there's only one day left, actually. It ends, uh, well, actually, no, you're right, November the 5th. Is when that happens. So that's yeah uh, that's, tomorrow. That's tomorrow so it's Sunday, Sunday yeah. at like two a.m. or something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So maybe we should all wake up at two a.m. and change our clocks right on the Monday. Exactly. Or we just change them before we go to bed. Yeah, everything's pretty much electronic anymore. It automatically does it. Except for your oven. For some reason, my oven's always off every year when daylight savings time comes around. But yeah. And well, that that's just a whole other story, Chris. <laughs> then go out and get an oven now with Wi-Fi. Okay? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, they have smart. that. I'm you know, sure they, they have Wi-Fi and refrigerators now and all kinds of things. It's getting crazy. Which, if you really want to go down the road and around the corner talking about things like that, mm -hmm. I believe one day there's going to come a point in time when the grocery stores on every corner now are not going to be there. They're going to be more delivery-oriented. Because of all of the electronics that's in our house these days. You have a drone land on your roof and deliver your groceries every day. Well, somebody's going to deliver them. And, and uh, I think we'll have, like, regional grocery stores. But anyway, that's that's further down the road. It's the old Amazon plan, uh, yeah. Yep, it's further down the road. So you wait and see. You wait and see. So. You heard it here first. Sure, let's welcome Beth on the line. Good morning, Beth. How are you today? I'm fine. I have a question concerning uh, IRA. Uh, I will be 70 in August. Okay. And I know you said that uh, I heard you talking about something that you can do. 70 and a half, you have to start withdrawing. Yes. And is there something else that you can do without having to withdraw that, draw that at 70 and a half? No, you're, you have, so if you have a traditional IRA that's, that's, uh, pre-tax money, you have to start taking required minimum distributions. If you don't take them, then you have a 50% tax penalty on what you should have pulled out, plus current income taxes due on what you should have pulled out as well. Now, mm -hmm. the only way around that is if you say, hey, you know what, I don't need the money. And then you will instruct the custodian. The custodian is the people that hold the money for you, like the mutual fund company or wherever the money is. 
mm-hmm. you can say, you know what, I want you to take my required minimum distribution and I want you to write a check to a charity, like maybe your church, and then that will satisfy your required minimum distribution. You don't have to pay any taxes on it. You don't get any of the money, but it will be written to the church or the charity, and they will get the money. So you can make a charitable donation with the money if you wish. Oh, so say like write a check to my church, and I would not have to pay the taxes on it? That's correct, but you cannot write the check. You have to instruct the custodian of the IRA. So, like, if your IRA is held at a mutual fund company, you would tell that mutual fund company, hey, you know what, I don't want my RMD, my required minimum distribution this year, but I want you to write write what write the check in the amount of my RMD should be and send it right over to my charity, and then that way they will get the money, and you don't have to pay any taxes on it, and it satisfies your RMD, and you don't have to worry about a 50% tax penalty, too. So but that that would be, uh, you only have to take it out, what's that, yearly? Well, it has to be complete. So let's suppose that you do the calculation, and just to do do math easy here, your your required distribution says you need to pull out $10,000. Okay, Mm -hmm. so you can pull that out monthly throughout the course of the year or in a lump sum. It just all has to be distributed from your IRA by December 31st of that calendar year. Okay. So most people. So let's say if my RMD was ten thousand dollars, like you say, then the rest of the money uh, would I have that's left there? Would I have to pay taxes on it or what? No, so you would only have to no, the rest of the money that's still sitting in the IRA is still sitting there tax sheltered until next year. Then you have to take out your RMD again next year. But next whatever, year, okay. Yep, yeah, but whatever is sitting in the IRA is always remaining tax sheltered for you until you pull it out. Until you, you pull it out. That's exactly correct. There's okay. some information on it all I can be happy to send out to you if you like, especially on the charitable donation. If you don't need the money, you can send, you can have the custodian send it directly to the charity, and then that way you satisfy the RMD requirement and you don't have to pay any taxes. But that's the only way around, not paying any taxes on it. Oh, okay. All right, because I thought, I said, I know I would have to pay taxes on it. Yes, you do. Yep, if you okay. put it in your well, pocket, you, you have to much. pay taxes on it. Okay. Well, okay, Beth, I appreciate the phone call. If you like, I, I can uh, have Bob get some information from you, and we can send you out a, so, some information on it all, if you like. All right, thank you. Okay, let me put you on hold. Appreciate the phone call. You listen to Making Money Sense, Larry Rosenthal Show. Give us a ring here this morning with whatever questions you have on your mind, whether it's on uh, college funding or whether it's it's on uh, the economy or RMD required distributions of your IRAs, Roth conversions, insurance needs, whatever it is. Give us a ring on whatever's on your mind today about your investments, your financial planning, estate planning, wills, trust, whatever it is. 855-767-3123 or 855-ROSE-123. Ooh. Hello. Hi, Jada. How are you today? Sorry about that. Good I pressed morning. the wrong how button. How are you? I'm doing well. Okay. I'm doing well. How can I help you? Well, um, I was listening. I actually just tuned in, but I heard you say something about um, IRAs at the age of 70 and a half. There's yes. some type of money. What, does that apply to a Roth as well? No, it does not. A Roth IRA has no required minimum distributions for the owner. However, if somebody inherits a Roth IRA, then there are required minimum distributions for the beneficiary of a Roth IRA. Okay. Mhm. But for and what the, would that be? Well, it's it's however old they are. It's the required minimum distribution schedule. It's the same schedule that goes from age zero to one fifteen, depending on how old you are or the person who passed is. So you don't really have to worry about that right now. But the point is that you, as the owner of the Roth IRA, there are no required minimum distributions at age seventy. Just for the beneficiary, they would have to pull the money out. Over a right, that was time. my question. What would the beneficiary have to do to um, that? They would have to pay that. I mean, well, the beneficiary of a yep, yeah, the beneficiary of a Roth IRA. First of all, all the money's tax-free, so there's no tax issues. Okay, mm-hmm. so the beneficiary of a Roth IRA is going to have a couple of choices. One, they can take the money in a lump sum, and it all be tax-free, and then that's it. Okay, or they can take the money in what's called payments each year. 
it's sort of like stretching out the income of the IRA. So let's think of let's pretend you have five hundred thousand dollars sitting in a Roth IRA, and you're going to and and somebody inherits that money, a non-spousal beneficiary inherits that money, Jada. So so now they're going to stretch it. So the IRS says, all right, you can stretch this out, and and you can you have to take out let's say twenty grand a year. So, so they take out twenty thousand the first year. The rest of it still sits inside the IRA, growing tax deferred. And then they take out another twenty grand. Then suppose a couple years down the road they want to take out, you know, one hundred and fifty thousand. They can do that, but by stretching it, it enables the remaining principal left inside the Roth IRA to continue to grow in a tax advantaged way, versus taking the whole thing in a lump sum. Now you've broken the shelter of the tax-free Roth IRA, so now when they reinvest it, it's going to be taxable to them. Do you see what I mean? So a lot of times it's best for the beneficiary of a Roth IRA to automatically set up to do the stretch IRA uh, on it. it okay, gives them, they don't yep, have to pay taxes on it? Correct. It gives them the choice of uh, taking the lump sum whenever they wish to, but it also gives them the opportunity to continue to have the vast majority of it continue to grow uh, down the road. Now, the Roth IRA needs to be seasoned. In other words, you as the owner need to have established the Roth IRA for at least least five years ago. Okay? So Roth IRAs need to be seasoned in order for the tax-free benefit of them to kick in. Okay, so if you decided to put money into a Roth IRA today, June 3rd, 2017, then your establishment date becomes June, um, January 1st, 2017. So it needs to, to, to uh, mature five years or become seasoned in five years. Then you're going to get those benefits I just described. Okay. 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 I'll be happy to send you out some information, Jada, on the Roth IRAs and the benefit of of how people, you know, a lot of people are, are taking taking their traditional IRAs in retirement and they're converting little bits of it each year, paying a small amount of tax on it each year in order to get money into the Roth side of the equation for their heirs so their heirs can receive some tax-free income for themselves over their lifetime, which is a whole lot better than taxable income, right? But just getting income to begin with is good, too. So, so. There's a lot involved with that, too. We have a lot of clients that will look at at doing Roth conversions each year and doing lots of little Roth conversions along the way. I just got done teaching a class on this at my church about about you know the do's and don'ts and how you go about doing Roth conversions. And, mm-hmm. and uh, it's very, very... Uh, um, it's a very strong move for your heirs down the road. You know, think about this. If if you've got, you know, let's let let let's say you 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 you're 60 and you want to convert $10,000 a year into your Roth IRA from your traditional IRA. Well, at the at age 70, now you've got $100,000 roughly plus growth sitting in your Roth IRA. Now you can start withdrawing that money in your in your 70s and 80s tax free. Or if you don't need it to begin with, now you're just building up a tax-free bucket for your heirs for them for down the road, which is very nice. But you can buy a Roth RA straight up, you know, in the beginning, right? Yes, you can make a contribution into a Roth IRA. Absolutely, you can make a contribution into a Roth IRA, providing your income limits are, are under a certain amount. Uh, which is which is a good thing, and then a lot of people also, who if their income's too large, they can't make a contribution to a Roth IRA. They can also they can do the contribution through their 401k plan, providing it's available uh, at their employer as well. And there's no income limits on that. So I'll be happy to send you out some information. I'll go ahead and put you on hold, and Josh will get your information. We'll send you out information on all this Roth IRA stuff. Well, Larry, there's another show in the bag already. That went fast. Yes, sir. It always does, Chris. Always fun to see you and have a good show. Yeah, I enjoy being with you as well. It's always fun. Hopefully we'll have uh, some more fun stuff ready for next week as well, and we hope that folks will join us. Absolutely. Well, for Bob in the back and Chris McKay, I'm Larry Rosenthal. Have a wonderful week. We'll be back back next Saturday with another session of the Larry Rosenthal Show, Making Money Sense. This is Michael Medved. I'm here with Mike Stahl from Health Markets, helping folks find the right Medicare coverage. The news reports say that the rates might be going down. 
the government projects the cost of Medicare plans will decrease this year. So you have to ask yourself, are you getting the best rate? Health Markets offers a free service with access to thousands of Medicare plans nationwide to help folks maximize their benefits and save money. What is it people need to keep in mind? Enrollment in the right plan is not automatic. With so many Medicare options, it can be confusing. My advice, don't go it alone. Get unbiased help to find a plan that may cost less and cover more with lower co-payments, more choices like dental and vision, and the freedom to choose your doctors. With the enrollment deadline only weeks away, it's important to act now. Our Health Markets Medicare assistance is free. Thanks, Mike. This is Michael Medved for Health Markets. For your free Medicare assistance, call 800-614-6568. That's 800-614-6568. 800-614-6568. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-780-1343. 1-800-780-1343. That's 1-800-780-1343. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.